You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Those weekend golf guys. Yeah, it's been kind of a long week, an eventful week for golf enthusiasts. Yeah. We've got to touch base, man. We've got, even though it happened six days ago, we were off the air before the non collapse this time of the USA team in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Boy, did we look good or what? That was we some, sure did. That was some great golf on both sides, man. It, it really great was hard to, hard to stop watching. I mean, I'm sitting there. I got the thing on in the studio. Got one eye on a student, and they got one eye on me and one ear on me, and the other eyes and ears are on the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Patrick Reed got a little uh, attitudinal, didn't he? Wasn't I, it awesome? I was reading, though, where he, he told uh, Tiger Woods, he said, you will not set me down for any of these matches. Yeah, that's right. I'm playing in them all. You know what? And, and the guy's young and strong and got lots of energy for it, and he's you know he's all jacked up on adrenaline. Yeah. And, uh, you know, why would you peel a guy out of there like that? So we got the cup back. You know, it's a shame that they have this qualifying thing because if it were up to me, I'd say, hey, we got a team, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep well, this team next time too. Hot, you know, because you, you got to understand who's who's playing well because you know this game's up and down. And I mean, otherwise, Tiger Woods would be on every team forever, right? No, that's true. Yeah. 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 I mean, clearly he has not proven himself to, to be at the top of his game the last few times we've seen him on the golf course. Yeah. So, you know, that's the kind of guy you go, well, hey, you know, we know your history and all that, but thanks for being an assistant coach. Is is there truth to the rumor that he's going to make a comeback or at least attempt to come back yeah, this season? Yeah, I think, it's this, I think it's either this week or next week where it's coming at the Safeway Classic. And yeah. he's, uh, so apparently he's feeling good enough, to, you know, with his back to actually do it. So right. I think this is a trial run. You know, he starts mm-hmm. off the 2017 season. Yeah, the extended season. Well, yeah, because they extended it forward to keep people interested to say, hey, look, they're they're building up Ryder Cup points starting yeah. now. Yeah, and FedEx points and the whole And bit. FedEx points and all that stuff starting now because it, you know, it used to be the silly season where it was all goofball golf, and we actually kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And now it's just more tournaments, and I'm not sure if we'll like it as much, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I miss the, uh, the, the skins game. I miss yeah. that badly, man. So do I. Was was Greg Norman and Freddie Couples were they not the best two in the Skins game that have ever? Oh, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm I'm a big. Uh, I'm partial to Fuzzy. He is just hilarious sure. in his yeah. in his commentary, his running but, commentary. <laughs> that's true. If you don't like Fuzzy, I don't think you like people. So yeah, exactly. And that's that's right. He's just hilarious. I but remember I just knew you know watching watching so many times. Uh, the shark, yeah, and Freddie Couples in those things on thanks. You know, they always play the thing on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving they always put it on yep. TV on Thanksgiving. You yeah. know, they're not playing it then, but they're. <laughs> right. you know, they, that's when they put us on. That's when we got to see it. Yeah, you know, they're always off in some really cool spot. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a lot like those Shell Wonderful World of Golf kind of things where they're in this just perfect location at whatever perfect time of year it is for that location and having a great time and. Here it is, you know, Thanksgiving, snow on the ground. You know, if you're tired of watching the Detroit Lions or the Dallas Cowboys play football on <laughs> that day, you're always turning on the Skins game. That's right. <laughs> so I'm not much of a Cowboys fan, so. I can understand. You know, yeah. I can too. I just, yeah. yeah. America's team, my foot, man. <laughs> well, they are, you know, I mean, in terms of revenue, 
those guys are worth billions. Yeah, but they're no yeah. patriots. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, they, they are. They're actually worth more than the patriots are worth. I hate to tell you. Yeah. And they are currently the only team in the NFL where every single one of their players will be standing at attention uh, or they will no longer be a member of that team yeah. uh, for the national anthem. So I, I got to respect that. And um, I just see what I do know that they're kind they're of still the talk about respect and, and maybe even a surprise. You see what Odell Beckham did last Monday night at the Giants game? I think he got hit in the head with a, um, <laughs> with a, <laughs> got nothing. With a net. Is that right? He Pri- it. <clears throat> prior to he the game. The kicker's net. Prior, he, prior to the game, he kicked the kicker's net and it kicked him back. Is that, <laughs> that what happened there? No, prior to the game, you know, they, they have the armed forces people there who do the flag ceremony at the beginning and stuff. And he, yeah. went, he went down the line, shook the hands, said thank you to everybody in uniform on the sidelines. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yeah. So. Good for him. <clears throat> and then, of course, Tom Brady comes back tomorrow. So, oh, you know, yeah. what can I say? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I also miss? Talk about the golf on television, the, the made-for-TV golf events. Yeah. You know, I never thought I would like it, but the big break. I was really yeah. getting into the big break on Golf Channel, and now they're doing the same thing. I mean, all of these reality shows where, you know, they they make swords or they make knives or they make this or they make cars and all this kind of – I mean, that's crap. And now the Golf Channel's getting into it. They've got all these people. They're going to make a driver. Give me a yeah, break. that's a lot goofy. That's a stupid concept, man. Get more yeah, hot girls out looking for a place break, on a Symmetra yeah. tour, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's what we want to see. <laughs> I mean, realistically, these guys haven't figured it out yet. There's only a handful of things in the world that are consistently hot, top ratings, and that's one of them. And getting yeah. Joe Schmo off the street to try to design Wilson's new driver, I don't yeah. think that qualifies as one of those things that are com- people are compelled to watch. It's not must-see TV. No. No, sure. no, it is not must-see must not TV. See TV. No, that's, that's where Wilson comes and says, hey, we got this extra $500,000 we want to spend with you. Come up with a concept. And this you know, is the best they could do. Give me a break. And, and then they get, then they get a, a, a former NFL football player to be the MC of that thing instead of a former golfer. Yeah. Most former golfers are messing up the radio airwaves. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to move on. we got a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> you know, one of the things you said about the Ryder Cup team is you got to see who's hot. We're going to talk about a member of the Weekend Golf Guys team who's hot. Uh-oh. Golf-wise. Golf-wise. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, don't take that the wrong way. <laughs> we'll be coming right back. <laughs> we are those Weekend Golf Guys. Don't you move. Hanging through the break, we are here. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in the studio, and Cypher producer Mark Hunter at the controls from the golf cave at Outer Creek, the plain and simple golf school. Mr. Jeff Smith, that would be me, that would be you. And uh, I mentioned just before the break that we were going to talk about a golfer who got hot. Here's a word to the wise Should you you... said Mm -hmm. one of those weekend golf guys, yeah, who was hot, who's hot, and all I want to know is. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no one, it ain't you guys. <laughs> You're either saying I'm hot or you just hired somebody else. <laughs> In which case, I probably ought to see her. <laughs> can you see her? <laughs> Tell me, can you see her? Uh, no, we don't, uh, we don't share. What I was alluding to was the fact that a word to the wise should suffice here. 
do not ever play intrepid producer Mark Hunter for money <laughs> or or for beer. <laughs> we were out last Monday, had an opening, you know, in the group. So we invited a, a friend of the shows to come along, and he was riding with Mark, and he decided they were going to play this funky you accumulate points per hole match play kind of deal and uh, and the the loser buys the beer okay mark was chipping it to within inches he was sinking 25 foot putts of course we've always known that he's mr down the middle and you know i think he had he had one bad drive where he was actually about three feet left of the exact middle of the fairway <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. The other guy was looking. He was about eight feet away, and, and he was lying two on his par three. And uh, and Mark was, you know, lying one with about a 25-footer. <laughs> and, and he was like, well, you've got, you know, you can two-putt to tie me. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! In the middle of the cup. <laughs> you just look up and say, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> I can't catch a break. <laughs> so the funny part about that is is that he just sits there and goes, "Oh yeah, I'm just a horn player." <laughs> yeah, and he said that repeatedly. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just what a do horn I know? Player. I'm a horn player. Right. Yeah. I don't know nothing about golf. <laughs> what you talking about, Willie? <laughs> I don't know nothing about sinking no 25 foot putts. <laughs> We have mentioned it before, but it bears repeating. Playing with a purpose kind of uh, hones you in quite a bit. Yeah, it tends to do that. Yeah. Tends yeah. to do that. You know, you get a little bit of something going on. You get a little bit of mojo. It's fun. There's that personal satisfaction, that little inner fist pump going, yeah. <laughs> to them. The secret is to find the, the happy medium. Um, and I'm not talking about a fortune teller with a smile, okay? <laughs> Um, but you know, you don't want to go, Oh, let's, let's, let's go $5 a hole. That's pressure. And pressure tends to negatively affect people who don't deal with pressure on a regular basis. $5 a hole is pressure. It depends if, on uh, whether you plan on winning or losing. How many, how many 25 footers you have, you know, uh, when it's, when it's something, you know, like, what was it? Lee Trevino said, you don't know pressure until you're, you know, you're over an 18 foot a putt for a $50 NASA and you only have 20 bucks in your pocket. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's pressure. But if yeah, you I make it that. something that, you know, just for grins and giggles, just for bragging rights, you know, mm-hmm. a beer. And this was a beer at, at a at a golf course lounge that was <laughs> featuring two 16-ounce cans of uh, Sam Adams. Sam Adams. For you know five bucks, so I mean he really wasn't going way out on a limb. You know it wasn't like he was going to have to you know start begging for coins on the street corner to get home or anything. And it was not just Sam Adams; it was Sam Adams Lager, Lager, the Lager. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff, man. But that's what you need to do, man. Make it make it you know somewhat interesting, but not yeah. enough to not enough to ruin your your fun. Because as long as you keep it fun, it flows easily. If you if you start getting real concerned about it, it's no longer fun. It becomes work, and you suffer from it. Come on, guys, lighten up. Back to last week's Ryder Cup. Yeah, was there better TV? I can't think of anything that was more compelling to watch than the two matches that will forever be and in, in identified by that Ryder Cup. We'll get to the, the the other one in a minute. But can you believe Phil Mickelson goes out and has ten birdies and one bogey? Yeah. which happened to be a three-putt, 
and shoots 63 and doesn't win his match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sergio's yeah. with him shot for shot, nine birdies, no bogeys, and shoots 63, and they walk off kissing sisters. Oh, my gosh. You cannot believe that. Yeah, that was phenomenal, man. It was unbelievable. Nobody's going to shoot that ever again in, in Ryder Cup in that kind of scenario. I love Phil. I really do. I was not a fan of him calling out Ryder Cup captains for the, the decisions they made and all that stuff and the, and the losses when truly it was the Europeans who outplayed the Americans and it didn't have anything to do with the coaches. I was not a fan of that. Yeah. But at the same time, here's this guy who's 46 years old or something and just flat out lighten it up yeah. under the most scrutiny that you're going to be under. And he's playing a guy that everybody loves to hate, who's playing great. And who everybody knows can't putt. <laughs> Except in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know they both wanted to win bad. I cannot believe how many times that they birdied on the same hole. Because they had so many. 19 birdies in one round of golf and two guys is flat out lighting it up. Yep. Two guys shooting 63. Come on. Yep. Will not be equaled. No, I don't think it can be. And then there's the, the match that no one will ever forget. The, the, the epic duel, Patrick Reed and Roy McIlroy. Yeah. Gamesmanship, showmanship, <laughs> and just flat-out unbelievable shot-making and putting. And golfership. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. My mind is going nuts on how many times they went at each other, you know, doing the yelling and doing all the, I'm answering you, you be quiet, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 not here, not now. And then, and then the end of it was just fabulous. Hey, we've got a couple listeners with some problems that I think you can, uh, everybody can relate to because we've all gone through it. And Jeff's going to uh, address them when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and Trevor producer Mark Hunter at the controls. And you, thanks for being here. We appreciate you listening wherever you happen to be in the world. And um, you can always, of course, catch us on your favorite radio station that you're listening to right now. Or if you miss us, audioboom.com, the Golf Talk America Network, a proud member thereof. Just look for those weekend golf guys. And we are there, archive every show by Monday afternoon from the preceding weekend. Got a little note sent uh, to uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com from the um, contact form at the bottom of the homepage at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Feel free to use that anytime you've got a concern or a suggestion or a question or anything like that. But this is a topic that uh, all of us have felt at one time or another, except for Jeff. that was that I read that was asking for a new host? <laughs> you mean no, the one not reading that one out loud? You mean the one you wrote asking for a new host? <laughs> no, that's I not. I tried the to one. misspell a few things. <laughs> now this this is about frustration. What to do? A really quick fix. This is this is a guy just says Jeff. Man, I'm not sure what can be the cause, but I went out on Saturday. And was shooting the lights out. Mm -hmm. And then I went back out the next week, and I could not hit an iron to save my life. (laughs) I was chunking shots. I was hitting things fat. Oh, that sounds so familiar. What was I doing? Had any idea? Expectations is always the start. Yeah. It's always the start of things. You know, who sent us that? Guy's name was Tommy. Tom? Yeah. Tom, I got news for you. 
you know, when you are coming off of your best day, all of a sudden you're you're driving to the golf course the next time you go and you've got some expectations that things are going to be about the same if not better. You then begin to swing a little faster, you know, you change things just a little bit. Maybe you're, you know, you're a little bit careless cuz you're just kind of feeling like, "Yeah, I'm I'm invincible now." And then it all comes back to to <laughs> to, to you and goes, "Oh, I'm I'm not that good." <laughs> Yeah. What you got to do when you're playing really well next time, record it. And then let's go and write down a couple things that you were thinking about or feeling on those good days. And keep those things about you as your, as your benchmark. This is who I am when I'm at my best. This is where my mind is. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm not thinking about. Here's what my golf swing looks like. And check those things. Obviously, things were going well. The next time you play, you got to put yourself in that situation again. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're not that same guy, and then the frustration level just it starts to peak because yeah. you knew just a couple days ago you were awesome. Yeah. And now you're not. Yeah. And that might be more frustrating than a consistent pattern of I'm not as good. I mean, I've had those days myself. They are frustrating. And then you start making all kinds of uh, mid-course corrections. And that, how's that working for you? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. So that's what I'm saying is you gotta you gotta figure out who you are on your best days. When you're having one of your good days, you, you kinda you gotta kinda benchmark that. I do that with the players that I work with all the time. Kind of insist on saying, look, if things are going well, let's capture that. All of it. Not just what does it look like on camera from two different angles, but what was going on in your mind. Where were you? Were you happy that day? Not just with your golf, but were you happy that day? Were you sad that day? Were you upset? Were you angry about something and you needed to vent and you just kind of went in a mindless rage? Where were you? So many times, the players that actually do it, we can go back to that and we can recreate that and then they become better players because they figure out they can put themselves in that either A, frame of mind, in that mental state, or B, in that physical position, which makes them hit a few good shots early and then their mental state is good yeah. because you all know if you don't start off well, your mind tends to go right down the tubes as soon as your shots do Yeah, quickly. You know, as if you've got this mental picture in your head like, well, I can't get to 77 now because I just made three bogeys in a row. That's right. You can't double bogey them all if you don't double bogey the first one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know what else? helps i hate to admit it because it's it's so simple and it's things that people tell you and you go yeah right like that's gonna help if you are properly hydrated and i don't mean liquids i mean water as in hydro um (laughs) and and maybe a little bit of uh, nutrition prior to your round because you, you not make Snickers bars, Snickers bars. Well, you Hot know, dogs and beer. Not it. Not it, man. <laughs> not it. Sorry to tell you. Come on. Coffee and donuts. That doesn't <laughs> hack it either, man. Come on. How do you expect people <laughs> to play golf? Hey, sorry to break it to you, man. You know, what can I say? <laughs> but it works. Because I have food store. Did you just buy? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's it's one of those things it's like how when you when you get older you realize that your parents have become much smarter yeah um you know one of the things that people have told you forever is make sure you drink enough water out there it's not just to stay cool it's not just you know to be more healthy in the heat or anything like that your body actually works better 
Water actually creates stuff internally that makes your body work better. Just Oddly saying. enough, you're usually the guy who plays for beers. Matter of fact, earlier in the program. Well, that's after. Oh, yeah. after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought Dr- at times you were talking about that new version of swing oil. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's for your mental state. Okay. <laughs> You hear the spoint. water and for you instantly get better, right? Yeah, water for the body, other stuff for the attitude. For the other stuff. And there you go. <laughs> keep it keep it in, you know, a healthy mix. But no, but but eating something prior, nothing heavy, you know, just something, you know, before you leave the house, have a meal, have breakfast if you got a, you know, morning tea time or lunch if you got an afternoon tea time. Um and I'm not talking a hot dog at the turn, because that's not probably going to be beneficial for you either. Sorry, Mister Hot Dog at the Turn Seller. Um, Come on, but eat Think well. About it. Well, wait, wait just a second. What now? I want to advocate something for the hot dog at the turn. Okay. All right. So let's just say that you're absolutely starving. Yeah. You haven't eaten in 17 days, <laughs> and somehow you've managed to play nine holes without having any food at all, mm-hmm. and you go into the into the halfway house there, uh-huh. and they have a hot dog. Uh-huh. You buying one? Well, no, if I haven't eaten in 17 days, I'm not, not playing golf because this very like smart it. man on the radio told me not to try to play golf unless I've eaten right and drank a lot of water. 16 is okay, right? And I listened to that guy on the radio because he's smart. <laughs> just ask him. All right, so let's just figure out if you're hungry, it's better to have something than nothing, right? If you're hungry, eat something. Yeah. But a hot dog may not be the best choice. Unless you got at the turn. That's hot dogs I'm like saying. got here at Otter Creek. I mean, come on. It's good. Well, they got great hot dogs at Otter Creek. That's why you, you, know, you want to give yourself enough time when you finish. Walk off 18, go in Otter Creek, sit down, and order two hot dogs. <laughs> Knock yourself out. That's Don't do idea. it at the turn. <laughs> because, as my mother used to say, because I said so, that's why. I cannot believe that I have just heard you for a whole segment. It's still... <laughs> <laughs> the virtues of eating well and drinking well on the golf course, and I have been the one to give you grief about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's your job. You finally read the fine print in your contract, didn't you? We are those weekend golf guys. <laughs> John Ashton and Jeff Smith, at least this week, and we shall be right back. Don't you move. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and like us, please. Sneaking right back in. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cape. It's at Otter Creek. Plain and simple golf school. Mark Hunter uh, still gloating over his uh, big win on the golf course the other day and uh, managing to push the right buttons at the right time. Yeah. he's he's Man, he's still on it. Um, I can see him grinning, and I'm not even in the same building. <laughs> yeah. He stand back there listening to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man. He's laughing. He's laughing. Yeah. He's serve him right. He's got his hand in his waistband, laying back, going, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> Next, <laughs> who else wants to play the Markinator? <laughs> oh man, yeah. But the guy he was playing with, man, he had his great excuse every time he hit a bad shot. It'd be, "Oh man, I picked my head up." Oh. 
That guy deserves to lose. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the concept, then, you know, good. Lose all the time. Let me play that guy for a lot of money. <laughs> if he thinks that he's supposed to keep his head down, let me have him. <laughs> we'll make my house payment on that guy. Now, I have heard many, many uh, a person purporting to be PGA professionals mention the words, keep your head down. So are you going against convention here, or have I just misunderstood? Oh, yeah, no, you haven't misunderstood, and that's the thing is that the, the trouble with that is is that's a, a commonly said thing in golf, which is one of the things that I consider the disease. Ignorance doesn't mean that you should be speaking. <laughs> you know, the... <laughs> Regardless of whether a PGA professional or not, does not make them a quality teacher and a studier of what makes things happen, right? And then what stops things from happening. And this whole understanding of the head actually should be rotating when your body tells it to, versus the proverbial "keep your head down" thing, mm-hmm. which people actually they take people literally when they say this, yeah, and they keep it down the entire golf swing which restricts your follow-through severely i would think well not just the follow-through it restricts the backswing okay quite a bit okay now if your face were allowed to rotate when your shoulders rotated some more and your face was not buried in the ground you know nose directly into the ball kind of thing Uh if it rotated back your body could rotate back farther because you don't have the boat anchor of a head down there in the middle. Right. Let's go back and think of uh, the, arguably the greatest player of all time, Jack Nicklaus. Uh-huh. What was the first thing that he did before he made a golf swing? I don't know. He turned his head. Remember that? Oh, that's he right. He'd twist, cock it to the right a little would, bit, yeah, wouldn't he? He would twist his face. Yeah. Yeah. So what would happen was he gained more ability – to make a full, complete backswing. And so then he came from a whole better place to hit a golf ball. And as everybody knows, when you swing down and forward, at the time your shoulders are essentially squaring to the target line, your face is looking down at the golf ball. But at the end, when it's all rotated all toward the target, your face is actually rotated toward the target as well, and you're looking at it. Except for those literalists who say that you got to keep your head down and still look there. Like all those comments that you hear like, oh, well, I, I looked up and that's why I had a bad shot. Yeah. That's a great excuse, man. <laughs> you know, or, or, that, or that one that says, you know, the, the one that's directly related to it, like it's, the, like it's the first cousin. I have to stay down on it. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. Whether they're talking about their head or their posture or something, they have to stay down on it. Or they're going to hit a bad shot. But the, the opposite is also very true. If they do stay down on it when they should be rotating through and moving and they do stay down on it, they're actually going to hit a bad shot. Lots of times people take something as if it applies to every single person on every single swing and then they make it law. And then the ignorant people repeat that. Yeah. Yeah. Ignorant, not meaning stupid, just meaning not knowing the right way. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
And then they repeat that, and then there are more ignorant people who hear that, and then yeah. they go, oh, well, this is supposed to be. So it's a self-perpetuating it bad habit then is what you're It's awful. About. It's been going on for decades. And the truth is it makes me a lot of money because I fix people, and I slap that right out of them in, in one sense or another. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're able to move better, and the thing that gets down to the ball is not their head, but it is the club head that gets down to the golf ball and strikes it better. I allow motion. We make sure that it happens. We don't restrict motion from happening. We make it happen. And we make mm. it happen in the right way. And keeping your head down or staying down on it, it's you know that cousin of that crazy sentence, yeah. oftentimes ruins people's golf lives. Huh. And it's one of those things that kind of ruins the game because people keep saying it. Yeah. And, if you and keep then saying, people you play it, worse golf. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, and that head down disease is one of the things that makes people play worse golf and then they don't play as much golf. And, you know, it is ignorance like that that kills this game. Well, let me, let me clarify something. You should be looking at the ball at the time the club strikes it, should you not? Well, sure. Okay. You can do that with your eyeballs. Your eyeballs are independent of your head. Think of all the shifty-eyed people you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking right at you, and then all of a sudden they're not, and their head never moves. <laughs> Think about that one. All right. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. There, there's so, not a mirror in the studio there, is there? Yeah, there is. Okay. Shifty. Don't look at it. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> so, so don't worry about it. Move the head. No. I mean, how far do you move let the it, head? You're not talking about when your body twists. Let it twist with it. Let it go naturally. Of course, you're going to look at the golf ball with your eyeballs. Yeah. From a, I'm looking at what I'm going to hit standpoint. Yeah, you yeah. want to do that with your eyeballs. Uh huh. But not your, not the direction of your nose and mouth and chin. You don't want that. Okay. Pointed at the golf ball. Let it rotate with your body. Huh. Creates more motion. Therefore, more speed. Therefore. More distance, more yeah. force, better and, shots. And along with that staying down on it concept, people uh -huh. tend to kind of lock their body in facing the target, and then they don't rotate back. Their hips don't rotate back. Their shoulders don't rotate back, and they don't rotate through very well. Next thing you know, you're a weak arm swinger Yeah. because this thought of, well, i got to stay down on it, so therefore that always gets extrapolated into I can't move because I need to be rigid because I have to stay down on it. Yeah. You know, and, and, but they don't watch – the same people who have that thought in their head, I, I just turn on a little video of about 10 different golfers who all strike the ball well, who all have different bodies, and say, aren't they all moving? Is any of them stable? Are any of them stationary? And they go, well, no. I'm like, why are you trying to do that? Yeah, so well, I thought I had to stay down on it. <laughs> I thought I had to stay down on it. I thought I had to keep yeah. my head down. Oh. Yeah. So that concept right there just absolutely might be one of the worst concepts I can – I can imagine in golf. You know what else I find a lot of people are confused by? Not just the, the stay down on it, but I was playing with a guy the other day who's, who's had a, a lie with the ball below his feet, and he really chunked it. And, and he, his, his reaction was, man, I choked up and I choked up and I choked up. You know, <laughs> well, the ball's below your feet, man. You're not supposed to choke up for that. What are you thinking? <laughs> he just made his body go down further. Yeah. You know, he made his body actually lunge downward toward the ball to hit that shot if he got a shorter club in his hand. Yeah, he is using a wedge. Therefore, he hit, like, behind it, chunked it, bam, <laughs> didn't get anywhere close to where he wanted it to go. Oops. Yeah. Oops. 
Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. You know, I, I love people. I, I really do. They just kill me sometimes. I, I ask them questions like that in, in playing lessons. Uh-huh. And, and I'll say, here, hit this shot for me. And I'll just watch what they do. And then I'll ask them why they did what they do. I don't know why I did what I did. You yeah. tell me. I'm like, I don't know why. You tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay. And then I just ask them, you know, what makes you think that way? Well, I just heard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you're, but I you was, didn't do, I mean, you, you ask them these questions and they always go after what they heard sometime and not what they actually think they ought to be doing. They, they just don't think that way. Yeah. They, they hear somebody say it that they think knows more than they do. And, uh, you know, everything you read, I mean, if you're, if you're a golfer looking for answers, I mean, you, you grab onto anything you hear, anything you do. Some guy who's striking a ball in your force and better than you makes a comment, and you go, well, well that, must, that must be it. Maybe I'll try that <laughs> without having any idea what he's talking about. Or, or even knowing if he has any idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Dangerous out there, man. Dangerous. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, people are so, um, they're so susceptible to anything that worked for somebody else that should instantly work for them. Mm-hmm. Because they think that at all, it's all done the same. Yeah. There are things that get done well by certain people but that doesn't mean that it's going to work at all for somebody else. You may have a different body type, therefore may need to attack the ball differently, and uh, Jeff is going to delineate some of those differences between you and the guy you play with, you know, who's 6'4 and weighs 130, and you're, you know, 5'8 at 222. <laughs> um, there's a big difference there. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more when we come right back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys powered by Golf Talk America. Right here, don't you move. is we still have a lot of time together. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Outer Creek, and Trapper producer Mark Hunter pushing all the right buttons. And we, uh, we've been talking about different, basically different strokes for different folks. And, and yeah. I, I tell you, man, everything you have said so far this hour, being an old disc jockey, there's been mm-hmm. a song title that, that has popped into my head, and I just want everybody to thank me right now for not breaking out into song on multiple occasions. <laughs> So far during Let's the course of the Let's all thank John. Okay, on the count of three. <laughs> one, two, three. Thanks, John. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, I think one, one of the detrimental things that has happened to most amateur weekend golfers are golf magazines who always go to, you know, hot pro of the week. And let's put seven brown pages in the back of how to do shot X, shot Y, or shot Z. This, okay, so I'm I'm I've reading been hot the, pro of the week. I take I take no offense to that. <laughs> I'm taking the advice of a guy who does this for a living, who's an athlete, on how to make a shot. Well, I just may not have the physical ability to do it the way he does it. I mean, I can emulate the moves, maybe, but if the muscle structure isn't the same, the body isn't as limber, I'm not going to get the same results, and all I'm going to do is frustrate myself because I've read it in a magazine, therefore I should be able to do it because they wouldn't tell me anything that wouldn't work. It was written down, right? 
It's almost well, as bad as I read it on somebody. the internet. Yeah, see, that's the thing, is it works for somebody. Yeah, it does. And just because it works for Bob doesn't mean it's going to work for John. Nothing works for John. He's beyond help. I know that John well, guy. But John still buys magazines, so <laughs> they're going to keep talking like John's still got a chance, right? Right. Even though we all know better, don't we, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's there. that's the key, though, <laughs> is to, the knowledge that, you know, a lot of them now are being written pretty plainly in terms of if this is you, here's a good shot for you. Yeah. And if this isn't you, this is not your article. We got one of those over there for you in three pages from now. So they're trying to structure some of these uh, instructional bits that really can apply to more people more specifically. So that way it's not just the general thing. But there's so many things over the course of the history of the magazines that do say very shockingly similar things, and people still try to take it for that they always mean to them. Yeah, that this is what, this is what they say, therefore it should work. I mean, it's not like teaching math. I mean, 4 yeah, times 4 is 16 no matter how you slice it no matter what body type you have. But golf doesn't work that way. No, because it's, it's human physical performance, and we're all different humans, and we all perform differently. And, you know, not to mention, we all see things differently. We all take things differently. We all understand things differently, and our minds make us work differently. Let's not, in this whole conversation about how we move and how we can perform – should we leave out the brain in its, in its role? It tells us what's going on. It tells us how to do it. Mm-hmm. The brain knows the body. The brain moves the body. So we kind of have to work on the brain. Yeah, because you're fighting your brain. If, if you try to do something that your brain knows your body can't do, it's going to do it badly or it's going to try to do it the way your body can do it, and you're going to have a conflict there. So in that thought, you know, that magazine that you read, your brain's getting that information. Yeah. And then it's trying to, I don't know, relate that, make your body do that. And if your body's not set up to do that, then you've got some conflict going on there. Yeah. Trouble. Yeah, which is going to result in a bad shot. And Lord knows we have enough things going on in our lives that result in bad shots. We don't, yeah. we don't have to do that to ourselves, man. One of the things that I see in, in the magazines when I, when I look at them you know, a lot of times they show us a picture of a body at impact. Mm-hmm. And I want people to know that impact is not one of the positions. Okay. But we see an awful lot of photography that's a still photo of a position that somebody got to. Right. It's not a stopping point. Yeah. That's just a really high-speed camera. Right that happened to stop them in the image of them while they were in motion at the place where they're moving the fastest. They just had a fast camera that could capture that. Right. But I see an awful lot of people that that translates to like they're trying to stop at impact. Yeah. Well, that's because they see dumb. that somebody in the golf magazine was stopped there yeah. at impact. Like you've kind of forgotten the fact that's a picture. Yeah. But if you watch it on TV, there's no stopping. Yeah, There's only two positions in golf, and that's the very start one and the finish one. Everything else in between is motion. 
Hey, can I ask you a question, man? Of course speaking, you can. Speaking of motion. It's a radio show. What the heck else do we do? In baseball, you know, and a baseball yeah. swing and a golf swing aren't, aren't the same, but physically, I mean, you, whatever. But you, you don't start the baseball swing with the bat held out right in front of you. No. And then cock it back and swing through as the ball's coming in. You start no. in the position where you're ready to swing. Right. Why can't we do that in golf? We can. Um, a lot of people would be really bad at it. Okay. Why? I've done it on the driving range where I've just stood there uh-huh. at the top of a backswing and then moved. Because most of us need rhythm and flow in an athletic sense. Okay. To swing something back and forth and back and forth and be under control of it. Okay. We need rhythm. We need to be able to wind up our bodies and unwind our bodies in some sort of manner that we can reproduce accurately. Okay. Now, lots of golf professionals who have swung clubs and have shown people, hey, look, I could – I could set my wrists or cock my wrists. I could turn my shoulders and I could stop at what is what everybody would love to say is, boy, that's a terrific looking top of the backswing position and hold it there for, you know, a minute, which is really a long time, by the way. Yes, I could hold it, it there for 10 seconds and then I could just go, okay, I'm a dead stop. And then I could swing down and strike a golf ball and hit a really good shot with it. But... It's not athletic, it's not rhythmical, and I don't believe that even though I've done it hundreds of times, that I could actually go out and play a good round of golf that way. But people who don't do it probably wouldn't be able to hit two shots with it because we all need something to get us going rhythmically. Okay. What? Let me translate. What what Jeff just took two and a half minutes to say was – that's a stupid idea, John. Don't try it. <laughs> I didn't quite say it like that. <laughs> but, but it's what you meant. <laughs> okay. There are people who could do it. But they Not are many. few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And even for them, it wouldn't work all the time. Yeah. I mean, well, what does work all the time? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. And that's something else we have to keep in mind when we hit a bad shot. Is that even the guys who do this for a living, who hit a thousand balls a day, seven days a week, fifty-two weeks a year, hit bad shots? Yeah, they do. They don't hit very many of them, boy. But when they hit them bad, they hit them just as bad as we hit ours. Yeah. So you know, we can we can take some sort of solace in that, I guess, by uh, by knowing that uh, even even the guys, the 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 top one tenth of one percent of golfers in the world, don't do it. Terrifically every time. So who do you think you are? Right? Yeah. You know, we would probably have a little bit more perspective on that if we were to be able to see the players who are playing on the PJ Tour, all of their shots that are not at the top of the leaderboard. All the players who are not there. We want to see all their shots. Because there's a reason. They're obviously, they're not playing that well. And then we would all go, huh. Yeah, even the top level player is having a bad day. Yeah. yeah, sure, we can read the fact that he missed the cutter. We can see it on the leaderboard, but we don't see those shots very often because the TV won't cover that. Yeah, they only want to cover the best shots in golf. So we're basically watching nothing but a highlight reel, which is one of the things that happens in golf, but it doesn't happen in tennis. 
Uh-huh. Um, because we can watch the entire thing in tennis. Yeah. It doesn't happen in basketball. We watch the entire game. Yeah. We will watch someone slip and fall. We will watch someone fumble a, a pass. We will watch someone clang one off the rim. Right. Because we saw the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't golf, just see the just, highlights. And that's what golf coverage is for the most part is yep. the highlights. The highlight reel of the entire round. Yeah, pretty right. much. Listen, if you would like to create your own highlight reel, Jeff is here for you. You can either go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com, just scroll down the homepage. There's a contact form at the bottom of that page. Or you can go to facebook.com slash golfguys and get in touch with Jeff that way. You've got his particular question. You can ask him that. You've got a video of what you're doing or make it easier for him to tell you what you're doing wrong. And he loves telling people what they're doing wrong. Trust me on that. You can also follow us on Twitter at WKNDGolfGuys. And you can be back right here next week at the same time. And if you missed it now, check us out on audioboom.com. It is the Golf Talk American Network, those weekend golf guys. Go out and play some golf. Have a great week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.